buddy. Uh, this is not a normal episode, obviously. If you look at the title in your podcatcher, this is the season two Q&A for Hope's Hearth. We Ooh, did it, y'all. We made it wee, two seasons, two fucking wee. years. Holy shit. We did it. Hey, hey guys, hey guys, we've been doing this podcast for two years. Has it really been that long? Yeah. 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 It doesn't Our feel second like anniversary it. is like in October. It doesn't feel like it. God, time has flown. Well, right? first of all, the pandemic ruined time. It's true. Yes. And mm-hmm. second of all, we just have so much fun, you know? It's true. It's true. We do. Yeah. We've been doing this for two years. Uh, I had the realization a little bit ago that Abbey Archives has been going on for a full year at this point. Jesus. Uh, so time dot is fake and pod popcat happen. Popcat happen. Popcat happen. Um, so we have like a bunch mm-hmm. of questions. Uh, some of them are from people who, who listen. A lot of them are from us. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, is there a list for them that I just didn't realize? Cause yes. yes. Uh, it's in the important links under the private Hope's Hearth category. Um, yeah. And uh, I have collected a bunch of questions from the Discord, and Izzy wrangled the ones from the emails. And That's we didn't get any anywhere easy. else. Thank you for doing the email and but and question wrangling. Yeah, we only got one email, and it was from the pack bats. So <laughs> <laughs> we love the pack um, bats. The pack bats are great, giving us many questions. We mm-hmm. we care. We care the pack bats. We care them. Them, uh, plural, collective, collectively. All of the bats. All of the pack bats. Um, I don't remember how we did this last last year, so, like, uh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I don't even remember a Q&A last year. So. We did, in fact, do a Q&A last year, but we kept putting it off. <laughs> uh, most of the questions, I think, were from me last time. Yeah, we we don't have a lot of listeners, which is fine. Yeah, we'll get there. It happens. Eventually. It's going to end up like um, Roomware, where just suddenly a bunch of listeners come in. Yeah. <laughs> From out of left field. Yeah. Like, like we're going to do like a game or something, and it's just out of left field. They're going to sh- arrive. Like, where did you people come from? It's Hello? Fucking, like, gif of Patrick Starr with all the eyeballs under his rock. Who are you people? <laughs> I think I think August got me into roomware. Uh August also got me into roomware because Definitely I was to follow the leader first because I was friends with August before I was friends with everybody else. Yeah. Uh, and it just went from there. Anyway, questions. Yeah. Uh, we got questions from ourselves, obviously, from Ben, from the Pack Bats, from Philo, from Danielle. Uh, did we get them from anybody else? <laughs> no. The answer is no. 
That's, that's the everybody. Um, all right. So we're just going to go down this list. There's no order to them. We didn't sort them with anything. Um, so I'm just going to go. So this is a question from Ben. Uh, he says, I have a question for the season Q&A, kind of a two or even four-parter. Which of your characters, and which character from a different player, would you most and least like to be stuck in a broken lift with for an hour? I would not like to be stuck in a lift with Pico for an hour. I'm very sorry, Malia. Pico feels like somebody <laughs> who panic. Yeah, Pico <laughs> would be like going fucking crazy, like like the cat that's locked out of the of the the room where the people are. It's like a bunch of yowling and scratching at the door. God, oh, that oh, terrible, Louise. <laughs> Uh, I think I would I would not like to be stuck uh in a broken lift with the Bone God just because Bone God big. <laughs> if, it's, if it's in its humanoid form, it's not that bad. It's just gonna have to kind of stoop a bit because it's too tall for the lift. In that case, I changed my answer to Ol Yoon because Ol Yoon doesn't shrink. <laughs> no, Yoon does not shrink, and Yoon would take up a lot of space. Uh, that's a su- we're we're assuming that this is an Earth lift and not oh, yeah. you know a lift yeah. designed to carry multiple different races of aliens. Is it bad that for me, the character that I wouldn't want to be stuck with is the one that we lost in the recording that just that like foreman dude dude that was the bird person. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was just like, oh, yeah, Bob can come in on Friday. I know it's his day off, but he's good. He'll come in. (laughs) Yeah, because he's kind of an asshole. That's an NPC. And I'm just like, I could imagine, I could imagine that one being like, um, I'm going to need you to breathe less uh, so that you take up less of the air in this lift while we're waiting, even though (laughs) if you process it. Yeah, there's like, there's, there's not going to be any loss of air. We're not in an airtight thing, but he doesn't understand that. (laughs) Incredible. Well, who would you like to not be on a lift with? Um, I think I would like to not be on a lift with Gamile because Gamile (laughs) seems like she'd have a lot of energy and that's not a very big space. And also, I don't want boggy kisses. I know it is silly, but I do not want boggy kisses. No, 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 that makes sense, because not only would there be so many boggy kisses, but Gamile would take out her button collection <laughs> and start explaining every button to whoever was trapped on this lift. Also, also Gamile is probably sticky. Uh, yeah, yeah, she is a very sticky child. <laughs> yeah, honestly, my first thought was uh, Sharon, the original sticky child. <laughs> <laughs> For the same reason, so much energy <laughs> and sticky. I would like to be stuck on a lift with Gwynny or Max, because both of them would proceed to fix the lift. <laughs> I've already forgotten... Uh, what was it, Captain Long John Silver or whatnot? Yeah. Like, I would yeah. I would love to be caught on the lift with this. 
god. <laughs> I think that would be so much fun. Like like excited energy, but in a different way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He would tell you so many stories. Yeah, and that's what you need when you're trapped and bored. Mm-hmm. I would want to be stuck on an elevator with heart because he seems like the type of person who would sit down and be quiet. <laughs> no, he gets you out of the lift is what he would do. He'd be like, no, fuck this. And he'd like bust out the top. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> is he also incredibly strong? Because I'm very yes. fat. <laughs> it's fine. Listen. Figure it out. <laughs> the space uh, between provides. Exactly. Mm. He's got weird space between powers. To listen, it's fine. Uh, who would I like to be caught in a lift with? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of characters that are not mine. Uh, because I know the answers when it comes to my own characters, and that's boring. Mm -hmm. Um... Mm. I think I think I wouldn't mind being stuck in a lift with, with man <laughs> he, um, he, he will have plenty of spam sandwiches and yeah. spicy drink no wait <sighs> I change I change my answer <laughs> I change my answer I'm sorry because we keep listing characters like a bunch of characters from season one and I'm like no wait I gotta think of a season two character and I would. It would be terrible in the same way that being stuck in a lift with Pico would be terrible, but <laughs> hair. Felo's <laughs> <laughs> <Bilo's> character. with portals. <laughs> Take Johnson insert here. <laughs> we broke okay. Eric again. We did. Uh, now we have to name which of our own characters <laughs> we most and least like to be stuck in a broken lift with for an hour. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh... I don't want to be caught in a lift with Biter. I love her to death. I'm not being stuck in a lift with an obnoxiously hyperactive child with a sword. She will cause problems on accident, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. No. I don't want to be caught in a lift with her. I think it would be fine to be caught in a lift with the, the god character that I made. I can't remember her name. The Nanny McPhee-like character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. I know who you're talking about. I've <laughs> already forgotten the name that I no, gave I, her. No, I have, I have her name written down. Hold on, because I've been re-listening. I haven't re-listened up through season two, but I have re-listened to most of season one. Give me a mm -hmm. second. Give me a second. I have a list. I have a fucking list. All right. <laughs> You've got this. I believe I do. in you. I have a fucking list. I don't remember where season one <laughs> and season two H H notes. They there we go. blend together okay. for me, so... Characters. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Excuse me. Sud. Ah, that's right. 
Gamer Gale. Yes. Yes, Sud. That game had Obsidian, uh, Sud, and Mistover Bay, and also had Storm's Rain and the Feral Crab God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have a feral crab god. It's it true. Is. Every game requires a daddy crab. Uh, I think I would at least like to be stuck in an elevator with Mist Over Bay. Because <laughs> if I remember her correctly, and if I remember the pronouns correctly, it's a her. Um, uh, shield Shields. Shield. Thank you. Yeah. Shield I would- wrote down pronouns because I'm smart. Shield would try to help, and um, I'm not sure Shield would be able to. <laughs> uh, I would most like to be stuck in an elevator with Susie as my oh. character, just because she's she would be fucking like panicking to a degree if it took longer than an hour, but like she's quiet, can remain calm. And will probably just make uh, gay jokes with me after she realizes that I'm also uh, flip uh, flicks my wrist gaily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did the motion first and realized that that doesn't come up on microphone and was like, I have to say what I'm doing. I'm doing the everyone gay knows. limp wrist flick. Everyone knows what we're talking about. You know. Gay sparkles, bitch. Anyway. If you know, you know. Uh, I would least like to be stuck in an elevator with Sage the person, uh, not because of, uh, his myriad sins as a person, but because he would just keep talking to me, (laughs) 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 and he would probably try to hit on me, and uh, but not in a good way, and, like, try to invite me to things, and Did forget it, that his name was Sage for a whole ass minute because I have not again I have not gotten into season two in my relisten. Oh yeah 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 yep. Um, <laughs> I think I pointed that out at one point and was just like, "Did you mean to do this?" And you were like, "No." Mm, no, I think I like did name them both Sage on per uh. Possibly on purpose? Question mark. I can't remember. Shrug we discussed it in that episode. When you get there, you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think I would like to be in, stuck in an elevator with uh, probably the hearth goddess because I candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah sam's not eye candy anymore <laughs> no. i mean unless you want to speak literally he is very mean, bright blue yeah but, uh... malia will who would you like to be stuck in an elevator with of your own characters I think I already did. I would like to be stuck in an elevator with my own characters. I'm thinking about other people. I said Max and Gwynny because oh, they would okay. fix the elevator. I'm mm. thinking about other people's characters, and I think I would also like to be stuck in an elevator with Man. <laughs> He'd just tell fun stories. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't want it. any of the spam and peanut butter sandwiches, which you. Ben? Ben. 
<laughs> Listen, maybe See, now, he him correctly I wouldn't like want does. to be in the elevator with man. And my whole thing is that I, I think I would just be uncomfortable. <laughs> oh. I'd be like, I just want to be okay. I'm probably having a, a panic right now. And I need you to stop talking to me. And please stop offering me these disgusting sandwiches. <laughs> You wouldn't want to be stuck in the elevator with Mima either, then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, take a turn, Clay. <laughs> no! No, I just want to leave! leave God, no! Please, I can't eat right now. I'm nauseous. <laughs> I would eat a turkey leg. Unless it's done like the Renaissance Festival ones, because those are done like hams, and I don't like them. Uh-huh, that yeah, was kind of what eat. I was thinking. But, yeah, that's fair. Who would you like to be stuck in an elevator <laughs> of your own characters? Oh, I already picked Sud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... I think we have completely answered that question. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We answered it and kind of went above and beyond on the it's answering. <laughs> oh, I dirt. Okay. <laughs> the yeah. next, like, four questions. The next three questions are for me. Uh, we can and that's skip okay. those or come back to them. Or yeah. I'll I'll do one and then I'm gonna skip uh, to a different question. We'll we'll go through this. I wish you could do strike through in fucking. Wait, can you? Yeah, you can. Format text. Ah, strike through. Okay. Dirk asks, how do family structures work in Dolene families on Hope's Promise? Does that differ from how the family structures work on their home planet? And this is from Dirk. So, I have not actually given this one a lot of thought yet, kind of, like I have, but I haven't thought about it off the home planet. So on their home planet, the the, the familiar, familial structures are very... Um, community oriented they don't Dolene don't live in like nuclear family units they're a nomadic community um now in hope's promise they're not nomadic but it's community homes is typically like the way that they try to live um because it's easier on their mental state uh and it's Dolene gender is weird, so I can't say, like, matriarchal or patriarchal structures, because it's, it's... It's, it's... God. A lot of the, the, the gender stuff, and it, I can't really even, like, that's the closest approximation to it, is gender, but it's, a lot of things is based on, um what they're good at, I guess, or, like, ability-based, like, kind of. Because the Starseers are born with that ability, and then there's, like, um, a structure in place for, like, if you show a particular predilection... What the fuck? Motorcycle. Okay. Mm. If you show, like, a, a particular predilection towards, like, hunting and gathering and stuff like that, or... Um, child care, etc. And it kind of centers around the Starseers a little bit. But 
it's the, the the nomadic communities are definitely a lot looser in structure because like it's I don't want to say it's almost instinctual, but there is a degree where it is instinctual. I'm trying not to get into some of the lines that we have on certain things. Um, but uh, with on on Hope's Promise, it is a little bit more rigid in that structure. There will be like the more it's 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 by age, I guess is the best way to do it. So like the elders of the community are the ones who are like, hey, we need to do this, or this, that, and the other. They kind of do a lot of the workings and stuff. But it's not like, oh, this grandbaby's gonna marry that grandchild from a different family. Um, it's not, like, at that level. Okay. Um, but... Mm -hmm. It's definitely a lot more, like, just rigid in that structure. Because uh, they don't have to do the same kind of, like, tasks that the nomadic families have to. Right? And they, mm -hmm. they have a longer life expectancy. <laughs> they live uh, longer in captivity. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> um... And it's it's very like oriented like both styles of like the the family structures are oriented around like the the storytelling aspects of their culture as well as like the children um mm. because children will like uh show predilection like uh be pre predilection be predisposed to certain things and it'll show fairly early like what they like doing it's not like necessarily always like an innate ability like being a starseer is that one is kind of looked at more as you've been chosen you were mm -hmm. chosen you were chosen yeah um and you don't have to become a starseer if you were like chosen but uh it's like, uh, particularly in the nomadic family structure, it's it's a a kind of like it it is a very like all of the like professions and the the skills and stuff are honorable, but like being a star seer has a kind of elevation to it because that's also like uh, star seers are the religious figures as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the nomadic structure kind of flows around that a little bit more than the than the static fa familial structure does. Um, this isn't going to make 100% a lot of sense, but it is like the difference between a, a, a flowing stream and a lake. Mm-hmm. Okay. The nomadic structures are the stream and the station the, the static structures are a lake. Seems legit to me. Yeah. Do, uh, to format text. 
strike through. Could I do the key commands? Yes. Am I gonna? No. <laughs> um, all right. Skipping over the next two questions that are for me. Um, what does Gwynny do when she grows up? Like, for work? Questions, Dirk. <laughs> I think Gwynny becomes... I think Gwynny patents something. Uh-huh. Ooh. And then starts working on making safer factory machines. Ooh. That's good. Nice. Love it. I like that. Love, love to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, will Gamile become the next Mud Witch, or will she do something else, also from Dark? Um, I think Gamile won't become the mud witch, the next mud witch. I think that's kind of like, I feel like the mud witch is like a, the mud witch just is kind of thing. <laughs> I, I feel like Gamile has had a taste of thievery and wants to become a thief witch and steal all of the niftiest things and give them to the people that need them the most. All right, so you know Aww. that means that we need to play a game, Malia, where I play Jibber and you play Gamile, right? You know that we have to do this now. That that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it. Yeah, Jibber's just like, I'm going to take this chaotic little child under my wing. This is my new apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> just what I you love- expect. <laughs> I love her very, very much, and if anybody hurts her, I will kill them. (laughs) (laughs) He would. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Also from Dirk, Malia, does Boggy become king of the frogs? Um, I feel like not right away, because Boggy is still like a little precious bean, uh, but as little? Boggy grows and becomes a larger <laughs> frog, yes, Boggy will take their rightful place as king of the frogs, <laughs> because <laughs> I, I just I just like the thought of this slightly larger, but still very small frog on top of a giant mud pile slowly blinking one eye at a time with a little <laughs> crown on his head. <laughs> amazing. I also love that, like, at the very beginning of the, the game, because uh, I did re-listen to mm-hmm. all of our This Night on the Rooftops game already. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, you were like, Boggy doesn't have any magic. <laughs> <laughs> Boggy doesn't have any magic. Boggy clearly has magic. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> fundamentally misunderstanding. <laughs> he really doesn't know what magic is. Not really. Not yet, anyways. And we love her. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> skip around and ask questions from other people. Dirk, because I love mm-hmm. you, but you put a big bunch of your questions, and then everybody yeah, else's questions. Uh, so from the Pack Bats, if all your characters had a rock, paper, scissors contest, who would win? So I want each of us to pick one character out of all of our characters that we think would beat all of our other own characters, and then discuss who we think would win out of those four characters. Okay. So, I'm torn between Obsidian and Sam because they would both cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Biter is just unnecessarily good at rock, paper, scissors. Uh-huh. 
Despite the fact that it is entirely a game of chance. <laughs> I I like the idea that Jiwei is the best at rock, paper, scissors for for my characters, despite not having like quote unquote hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um does anyone remember the name of my character who was in that very sad game about the um seeing the see, seeing the wonderful thing in the sky through the old church? Oh shit. I know exactly I, what you're talking about. I know the character you're talking about. I do not remember the name that that character had. Did they even have a name? I know Jasper gave a name, but I don't think y'all's characters did. Or if they did, I don't remember them. Uh, I'm sorry for whoever had Amy. to hear that yell on recording, too, if it I came through. No, it did <laughs> not come through. Okay. Taco's having his uh, 3am Zoomies right now. Ah, mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mother is not paying the attention. Yeah. Uh, but but you think that that character would be the best at rock, paper, scissors amongst all of yours? I think that that character has just a little bit of psychic ability. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, okay, so out of our, our characters, who do we think would win? <laughs> Well, Obsidian cheats. <laughs> I don't know how you cheat at rock, paper, scissors. I don't either, but I feel like Biter would still somehow manage to beat Obsidian. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the whole cheating thing is you wait just a fraction of a second after somebody else starts to pull what they're pulling and use, like, context clues. Yes. Where yeah, that's usually how you cheat. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's what I'm figuring for. So I I feel like Jiwei wouldn't fall for that. I feel like, especially with not having hands, hands would be able to fake that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I argue Christ. that Biter would win <laughs> because it is a magicalness to the like strange look. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> All right, Biter would win. Yay! <laughs> Biter just like fuck yeah, I win. Like, Good job, you did great. Thanks. Obsidian trying to figure out how the fuck she did that. <laughs> I'm just that good. <laughs> Not the voice I did for Biter. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah, it's close enough. He's just like, <laughs> I was cheating. How do you be that good? Because I don't cheat, duh. But cheaters <laughs> never lose. <laughs> All right. Uh, from the pack bats again. Uh, what was your favorite surprise to spring on your co-hosts, Dirk? <laughs> they did not specifically ask Dirk. This is me looking at Dirk. Across an entire con- uh, country. Like, yeah, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> so it was definitely the end of that uh, catharsis and chip game. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, you probably haven't heard this, Malia, but we played uh, catharsis and shit. 
And at the end of it, spoilers for uh, Catharsis and shit, if you haven't listened to it, I don't know why you're listening to the Q&A if you haven't listened to the entire season yet. Yeah. But there you go. Weird place to start. Yeah. Weird flex, but all right. (laughs) Uh, So yeah. Um, So my character, so like all of these characters are gathered in like an old church that has stained glass. Uh, for a variety of differing gods and they're all waiting for like some night light uh for like a whole light show like uh northern lights to happen and um they're all chatting whatever and at the very end uh the way i ended it is uh my character like dissipated into light and turned out my character was this Northern Lights type show. Oh. And um, uh, I was playing with Will and Izzy, and both of them guessed exactly half of what was going to happen. Which of you guessed that, like, Amy was going to be the lights? And which of you guessed that, like, Amy was going to disappear? I guessed... I think- you go. No, you go, Will. I think I guessed that Amy was the lights. Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't remember what I guessed. Uh, you must have been the one who uh, guessed that Amy was going to disappear. Because, like, they were both surprised. And I was just like, oh, excellent. <laughs> I got both of you. <laughs> so... That's mine. How about the rest of y'all? I don't know that I sprang any surprises on you. Besides the accidental surprise from season one where none of us realized that Mex was not a robot. Yeah, beside that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just there, was also, there was also Strongman Jack. Oh yeah, that one <laughs> just... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not on purpose. This is like shit we've done on purpose. I'm trying to think of ones in season two specifically, but like I don't. I feel like I broadcast or foreshadow the shit I'm gonna do really well. Mm. Unless you guys can think of a like my memory is garbage, so if you guys can think of like a surprise that I did. Because otherwise I'm just going to say the fact that, like, uh, uh, Biter's sisters are missing. Mm. <laughs> oh, Which wasn't the- really a surprise. There was a heist thing where it turned out we were picking up Jasper. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I just love springing Jasper on you in general. <laughs> Rude. Dirk. <laughs> Rude. I can't remember if I had any surprises or not. Oh, wait, man, was season one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we can answer, like, first season one, but yeah, like, we haven't had a lot of surprises this season specifically that haven't been, like, fairly well broadcasted or were not dark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, all right. Oh shit! I guess 
springboarding off of that one, we can go to What's Jasper's Deal from Dirk? And then in quotations, don't look at me in that tone of voice. For the fans, <laughs> I'm looking at you in that tone of voice. So Jasper's Deal, and this is going to hopefully come up more next season because I want to do more with him. Uh, Jasper's Deal is that he is one of the Bone God's dead siblings. Uh, he is he who laughs. He is Howl. That's why when he speaks, his voice sounds like he's always laughing. Um, I'm not going to say more than that, because spoilers, but yeah, he is one of the Bone God's quote-unquote dead siblings. Because, in case of you haven't noticed, listeners, gods don't die. Not the same way that people do. <laughs> That's but also just like in a... Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like in a broader sense, like, I just, I made Jasper as like a one-off for something completely different. And he just kind of ended up becoming. And I kept him, and I keep commissioning artwork specifically to attack Dirk. <laughs> Which is fucking rude. It's great. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, ah! So our next questions, this one is from Philo. Any plot beats slash music beats that you felt hit real good this season? <sighs> That's hard to answer oh, without me listening. Yeah. I think Danielle put something really good in Come Home. Mm. Oh, Come Home was good. Come Home was really good. Like, all of the, honestly, like, all of the music beats that got put in that Danielle did were so fucking good and well done. Like, Danielle was on that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also really liked, um, Biter's, uh, nighttime scene when <laughs> she gets the piece of map. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the scene where, uh, the... Like, from the game that you and Jade played, uh... Where they talked to, like, the other trans person. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. That felt, like, significant in its own way. Mm -hmm. Uh, always from the fucking, um, alongside our divine game, the, 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 like, the, the epilogue scene we did. Which oh, just God. Fucking chef's kiss. Shit, I need to re-listen to that. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Um, fucking in the very first set of, no, not the very like, yeah, the the like, first set of episodes with with William, um, when, uh, they revealed that like their character was like dead. <laughs> that whole bit with like seeing their own like like corpse in the water like their bones oh my god I that just shit felt... beautiful I just felt so vindicated because I'm like 
I bet this person's a ghost. I bet they're a ghost. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're dead. <laughs> I said that. I literally said it. You did. Whereas I'm over here like, yeah, no, Susie's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I think I the gave sh- that away because I was just like, Susie, my darling. Yeah, you did. And I was like, I was trying to keep it a secret. <laughs> but no, yeah, she's a werewolf. Yeah. I was being very obvious about it. Um, yeah. Will, Malia, what about you two? Um, I can't really think of any, to be honest. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. I I feel like the um This Night on the Rooftops game didn't have so many like thudful moments. It mm-hmm. was more of a, a a rolling a rollicking good time, if you will. It was a rump. Mm-hmm. We had fun with it. Cause we yeah. wanted that because we did a bunch of very heavy games right up until it. The season was full of very heavy emotional games. And so like the first season we did a lot of very broad spectrum stories where we were able to have a lot of these harder hitting one-off excuse me plot beats and then season two we've had a lot of stories that are kind of a little bit more intertwined in a way um Mm -hmm. that have been much sadder and much more like focused on smaller things so having those big plot beats has been not as focused this go around all right Next question is from the Pack Bats. Uh, for whatever characters you want to do this for, if they were a Dark Souls NPC, what would be the laugh that they would do at the end of every remark? So I don't know. Like, I know Dark Souls kind of, but I've never played any of the games myself. I just watch people play them, and I don't actually know the the significance of Dark Souls NPC laughs. Um, I, I don't either, but same. But I think that man would definitely have one. <laughs> <laughs> like um, one of those, one of those old man <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> it's just, it's just McGucket from fucking Gravity Falls. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel like Dirk Dawning would also, if he were an NPC in a game, have um have a distinctive laugh, but it would be a sad laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't do a sad laugh on command. I'm not that good an actor. Uh I think uh ah damn. Wrong season. Uh I think that Ol Yoon would have uh it would be two different laughs depending on what you're talking about. Uh which is either a very loud and boisterous laugh or like a like I know something you don't like <laughs> kind of laugh. Not mm. like mm-hmm. that specifically. Uh Ol Yoon has a deeper toned voice than I do. Um being being big. Being yeah. big, yes. Um I think uh Mech Gay Sam 
would have uh, sort of that sheepish kind of laugh. Uh, like, you know, it's meant to be like, oh, this is someone who's uh, nervous about what they're saying. That that sort of laugh. Avery. Avery would be a Dark Souls NPC. And his laugh would be like, <laughs> like that kind of closed mouth in the throat laugh. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have anything for this one? I'm gonna take that as a no. Let's let's All skip right. down to uh, Philo's one about the VTubers. All right, VTuber AU, who's broadcasting what? So from Philo, what's a VTuber? Uh, so, so you know. So we're just skipping around. We're gonna skip that awful question that comes right after the other one. Yes, yes, we are because Ben <laughs> okay. is a traitor. Okay, great. <laughs> we'll get to that one. We'll uh, get to it. No. <laughs> God Listen, damn it. we got asked the question. We're gonna answer it anyway. So a VTuber is uh, somebody on Twitch or YouTube. Um, where they're like, you know, people who stream video games or other things where they have an avatar and like the, the very, like the, the origins of this is like people who use face rig and they have like their character as a face rig. That is a VTuber. Uh, or at least that, that is like the precursor to VTubing. A lot of people still use face rig for it, but now there's like a lot of other stuff you can use and you don't have to have a 3D model for it. You can use like, um, uh, like PNGs that kind of flip through animations and stuff. Uh, Philo has one, uh, mm-hmm, for doing mm-hmm. art streams, uh, just does talkies. Um, but yeah, a lot of like, uh, uh, Twitch streamers who do video games will have like a little, little avatar that like moves when they move and like talk, like mouth moves when the person's mouth moves, blinks when they blink. It changes expression based on the expression the VTuber is making, um, because they have to have their webcam on to use it, but it doesn't display their webcam, it displays the VTuber avatar. And they usually have, it's like a character, they've got like a bit more personality, um, it's just basically a video game YouTuber, but they've got a funny avatar instead of their face. Okay. What if Markiplier was using his fursona, basically? <laughs> I don't know if he has a fursona. <laughs> But, you know, that vibe. I feel like if someone set this up for Dawning, he would do it and he would play, <laughs> um, he would, he would play Stardew Valley, uh, and, and make comments on the accuracy of the monsters. <laughs> That's very good. I love that. What would, what would Dawning's avatar be? Would it just be like a little knight or something? Yeah, probably. That's very cute. Unless, unless whatever um, relative set this up for him had some even funnier idea, like just a talking spear somehow. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
And it's literally just like 2D clip art of Boggy. Oh my god. <laughs> Every so often it like flicks like... out its tongue and catches a fly. It's yes. like a thing that like the Twitch the Twitch chat can like uh redeem for is the the Boggy little little like VTube avatar. Yes, just, like, like if they if they pay no even better if they pay bits for so, however many bits is a is a fly so like somebody <laughs> can donate a bunch of bits and then it's just Boggy's tongue flicking rapidly to catch flies. <laughs> <laughs> what does Boggy play? Um I think Boggy plays like cute little uh <laughs> little games like Stardew Valley and fucking Animal Crossing and stuff like that. Adorable. Incredible. And occasionally they'll have like just talking and it's just like uh the nature documentaries but it's all about frogs. <laughs> yes, excellent. Incredible. Okay, so I have an answer to this, but it's not a V. It's not a VTuber, but it's kind of in the same vein. Scotty would be a Minecraft YouTuber. Hell yeah! Oh my god. <laughs> yep, Scotty would be a Minecraft YouTuber, and he'd just build weird shit. Uh, like build his own like whole like town and stuff, and like collect different things in the world. Have mods installed so that you could put them on like shelves and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh. You know, things, stuff. Uh, but if I had to have somebody who was like a VTuber, uh, I had it and then it left my brain. So, Dirk, who would you have? Okay, so, uh, I, I swear to God, if you say Obsidian. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> you I was right. I called it. <laughs> uh, listen. To be fair, I remembered who I was gonna say, and it is Jibber. So, like, <laughs> ha! <laughs> Our two assholes. Exactly. Uh, no, I think uh, Obsidian. Uh, his uh, like icon would be Chibi Thulu. Oh, God, he would just have a little Chibi Thulu VTube avatar? Yes. Does it have, like, an alternate form that they can redeem bits for that's, like, a sexy man version? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what they have, uh, the alternate form is, like, some kind of horrendous monster but it's an in-joke with all of the regulars to convince newbies that it's going to be a sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> or a sexy lady. Like, no, 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 listen, it's got tits, they jiggle, it's great. <laughs> and then they do it, and it's just this horrifying creature, and everybody's like, oh, God! <laughs> Perhaps Obsidian. the horrifying creature does indeed have jiggly tits. Perhaps the horrifying creature is made of jiggly tits. <laughs> like, oh, we just, didn't, we didn't lie. And you just get Obsidian just absolutely cackling as he realizes his avatar is changed. Oh yeah, he's just like, oh, we gotta disconnect. The avatar must have changed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, 
Okay, so I've recently discovered this YouTuber called, like, Gab Smolders, who literally played this entire game that was about unpacking somebody's... Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. It's called unpacking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Obsidian would play that games like would that. Would he put everything in the wrong place? No! He would put everything in the right places! Or he would play, like, Power Wash Simulator and just, like, wash all of the things... <laughs> That is very, like, surprisingly mundane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just the most mundane games. And he'd do them, like, super well and, like, super thoroughly. And just be like, yes, it is done. Did a good job. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Did somebody not get told they did a good job enough as a baby elder tour? <laughs> Be gone with you. Okay, uh, tell Jibber, us what Jibber would do. Okay, so Jibber would have, like, I think Jibber would be one of those VTubers who has, like, multiple avatars. The, like, uh, bits can be, like, redeemed to change it. Uh, uh, and, like, one of them is, like, like, he's got, like, a fursona. Uh, of course. Uh, and I think the fursona is. I'm torn between a hyena and a jackal. It's probably a jackal. Um. So he's got like a jackal as his fursona, and it's like garish colors. <laughs> this bitch a sparkle dog. Good heavens. Um, yeah, and then he's got like another one that is the same avatar, but like. It's got titties, uh, but it's not labeled like that in the bits, uh, and so people kind of have to find out, and he changes, like, what button it's connected to <laughs> every, like, time he streams, so people have to figure it out. Jeebus. Uh, yeah, he's like that. Um, he has another one that is, um, the jackal, but, like, chibi. Hmm. Um, he's got one I think that might kind of be a jump scare not because it like it it makes a big noise but like when you redeem it it just suddenly is like taking up half the screen it's just like <laughs> the avatar's face staring at you Whoa. And that's the avatar until somebody redeems bits to change it. <laughs> I didn't know that they could uh there could be ones that change so much because Yeah, uh, it's if- it's a thing that you have to connect to the there there's code there's like some mild coding involved, but you can find the code and stuff for that and I think uh OBS and uh Streamlabs has like built in stuff for it. But you can connect that like if they pay you money, basically, you can change shit. Like, like the people in chat can change shit. This is how a lot of, like, Twitch chat plays X happens now. Instead of just randomly yelling it in the chat. Okay, yeah, because in that case, uh, Obsidian would definitely also have an avatar that is just Sam full glam. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude. I know. 
Alright, I'm going to skip back up to this last question that's up here in the the questions of things that were just for me specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about Deline hanging things from their antlers. From Dirk. Okay, so this is a thing that I think I've only brought up like once, maybe. Because uh, I keep forgetting to talk about it, but Deline will hang small objects from their antlers that represent different people in their lives, like their different relationships and stuff. Um, And it's usually, like, carved stones or, like, uh, small accessories, things like that. They can get, like, (laughs) uh, caps for the tips of their antlers or, like, hang chains from their antlers. Uh, Typically, things... Like, the nomadic ones will typically hang things that won't get caught very easily, but, like, ones that live, like, on Hope's Promise and in, like, uh, cities and on other planets will get a little bit more uh, extravagant with the decoration because they have the luxury of it. Um, And so it just, it depends. And there's, like, a point in a relationship where when you want it to get super-duper serious with another, like, with their partner... That, like, they will exchange, uh, uh, antler decorations that they both made themselves to hang. Um, and it's not like the, 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 it doesn't matter specifically, like, what it is you made or where it's hung, because it's, like, between you and the other person. Mm -hmm. You know? It's the fact of the exchange. Yes. Um, and it's not, the one-to-one to that is not necessarily marriage, but it's, like, having a long-term, like, partner you live with. Okay, I do have a question. I have an answer, maybe. Does the Bone God make Erwin a hair clip? Yes! Duh! (laughs) It's either a hair clip or it's something that Erwin can wear around his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, if, like, he doesn't want anything in his hair, you know, or to put on, like, a hat, like a hat decoration. Aww. Um, God definitely makes Erwin something. And I've talked with Danielle about this before, I think. And I know Erwin makes Bone God something, but we talked about it so long ago that I don't fucking remember what it is. Um, Olyun would also make something for Pico to wear. Oh, Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if Olyun would explain the custom to Pico because Olyun would be like kind of embarrassed about it. <laughs> um, technically, Sam and Olyun have done this, kind of. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They both have one earring from a matching set of earrings. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not the same, but it's pretty fucking close. Mm-hmm. So you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Pico would probably learn about the custom from the other shipmates on the Cackle who would be like, oh yeah. I was oh, literally yeah, thinking that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, did the captain get- Okay, yeah, no, that means that the captain is just extra fucking gay. You should make you should make Seer one too. <laughs> Aww. He go like, oh god, what do I make it out of? Oh no, oh god. <laughs> oh god, oh god, I don't know what to do. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the crew is just like, it's okay, it's okay, we'll help you. 
We got this. <laughs> Calm down. No smoke bombs. No smoke bombs on the ship. <laughs> Already smoke bombed. God damn it, Pico, not again. <laughs> it's like a squid with ink. <laughs> oh, you guys made me ink. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask it. Oh, no. I'm gonna, it's the next question in the list, I'm gonna ask it. If someone lined up your characters and said that one of them could get a happy ending, but only one, who would you pick? And no, Izzy, you can't pick none. From Ben, aka the traitor. I'll go first, because this is easy for me, it's Ducky. Absolutely. She deserves it. Ducky yeah. did nothing wrong and deserves a happy ending. Ducky deserves a world. A similar sort of logic, it would be Gwynny. Um, mm-hmm. and, and partly that's because Gwynny's the one who's best prepared to make life better for other people, but partly it's because Gwynny just deserves it. Uh... I would probably pick God. What did I name my character from the long side divine? Was it precious? Uh, I think, I think it was. I don't remember and I feel bad about it. I'm sorry. That's all right. It's not your, fu- it's my character and I can't remember his name. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far in my listen. You're good. Uh, like, I could feasibly look up the document for that game, but I'm not gonna. I mean, technically, they did get a happy ending, didn't they? Uh, exactly my point. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have- okay, I'm gonna admit you have to pick a different character. Because I'm going through the characters that I plans for in my head and being like, okay, I can't use that one, I can't choose that one, I can't choose that one, okay? Listen, pick a different character. But he's already got a happy ending. Pick a different character. I can't take away his happy ending. Nobody said we were taking it away if he's already getting it. Like, it already happened. Yep, but Ben said we could only pick one to have a happy ending. That means the ones that have happy endings, something happens to their happy ending. Oh my gosh. There's no one amongst your characters that you would rather have a happy ending. Uh, mm, uh. I would like Screw to. all my other characters. With, I can't believe you went with that character and not Noble. Fuck you. <laughs> Noble Screw also got characters. a happy ending. No, he Screw didn't them. because fuck you. <laughs> Do you remember what you did to Scotty? I'm dead. Listen, well, that has nothing to do with this. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Do you remember? <laughs> you are no. both slightly damned. <laughs> uh, if I had to give one of my characters a happy ending, and I had to choose one. And only one. 
I would pick the bone god. <laughs> Malia. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> if I only could, I'd make a deal with God. <laughs> to have a card for, for ten, ten bucks. He'd say, that's not very good. Say, so, yeah, but your God. God. Isn't funny, kind of beneath you? He'd say, it's the principle. I'd say, do you want to have a cover yeah, tonight? Or not? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I would Daniel, say you gotta God. keep that in. <laughs> but yeah, I would say. <laughs> All right, next question. Wait, no. Uh, Malia didn't pick Wait, did, uh, somebody yeah, have a happy... Who? Yeah, did Ducky. Oh, Ducky, right. Okay, I'm dumb. I was like, Ducky did nothing wrong. Ducky did Ducky. nothing wrong. Ducky, Ducky deserves, deserves the world. Ending. Ducky did nothing wrong. All right. Uh, any thoughts on face casts for folks from Philo? Don't ask me this question. <laughs> <laughs> can't think of face casts. What are you talking about? Uh, one character who has a confirmed face cast, and that's Art, and that's because he's a clone based off of the clones from Star Wars. <laughs> so the so face just... cast is Tamura Morrison, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Aka handsome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's it? I make way too many furries, damn it. <laughs> okay, in that case, uh, who would you want to play? Uh, your uh, your furries. I don't know actors that good. I'm not good at actors. Oh no, I don't remember. Uh, I, I think somebody to be played by Aldous Hodges, but that's just because I really appreciate his work. Who's Aldous Hodges? Uh, he's from Leverage. Oh. You know what? No, I have one. Uh. No, wait, it doesn't work. Wrong ethnicity. Shit. Oh, and it's Aldous Hodge, not Hodges. Yeah. He is also very handsome. But I don't know who I'd want him to play. <laughs> so. See, Valentine the is that I Gold. draw most of my own characters, so, like, their faces are in my head. Yeah. Uh, well, I did pick a face cast for Sam. Uh, because I, I made Izzy draw me art of Sam. Hey, if you want to see sad art of Sam. Join the Discord. Is it isn't mm. Sam's uh, face claim Lil Nas? Yep. Yeah, Lil Nas X. Yep. Ooh. I was specifically thinking of him uh, of Lil Nas in that one. God, what's the one where he's uh, like sliding down a stripper pole to hell? Montero. Call me by your name. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Malia, do you have any? Oh, uh, wait. My brain went to mush. What was the question again? 
any thoughts on face casts for your characters? So, like, what actor do you think that, like, your character oh. looks like? Uh, actor, model, etc. No, I don't have thoughts, really, like... Uh, voice actors? Like, any voice casting? No, not really, because yeah. I have a very limited <laughs> selection and none of the people that I can think of. Are, there's none of the people that I can think of as far as actors and actresses and voice actors that I could think to do any of my characters because uh, I don't have a very I'm, wide I'm range. Saying, I'm not good. If if here we go, audience. If you have any like actors or like head cannons for what you think folks look like or like what voices you think they would have. Tell us. Yeah. We would love to know. Yeah. Please tell us. Yeah. I want I want your thoughts. Although, you know what? I'm going to say this, and pretty much only you guys are going to get this, uh, but you know who I would really like to voice Obsidian in, like, a TV show or, like, a cartoon or something? What? What? Zach from FTL. God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Zach's got a good voice. Right? Listen to FTL. Anyways. <laughs> Let's see. Alright. Uh, from Philo. Two folks who haven't interacted on screen. Folks being characters. Who's friends and who are enemies? Like enemies in quotes. Just extremely catty with each other. Jibber and Obsidian probably f- either love each other or hate each other. <laughs> either which way, they've probably had a tumble. They've gotten on each other's nerves multiple times because they're both trying to do the same thing and it's just like, get the fuck out of my... Sp- stop it! <laughs> no, you stop it! Slap fight ensues. Um, Long John Silver and Dawning are friends. Um, Aww. I have never been more surprised by anything in my life. I love this. (laughs) And occasionally play music together. Nice. Uh... I'm trying to think of someone Gwynny would be extremely catty with. Gwynny doesn't strike me as catty. Yeah, I'm having trouble. Possibly Obsidian? I, I think that's not a hard bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think the vast majority of everybody's characters would look at Obsidian and go, you motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker. What is that bitch eating crackers over there? <laughs> Obsidian. What? Obsidian what did I do? Is, uh, Obsidian is often doing bad things, though. Yes. This is true. <laughs> Obsidian's an ass. Obsidian would eat crackers in your bed just to see if he'd get kicked out. <laughs> Oh my god. It's <laughs> <sighs> terrible. God damn it. Uh, I think that Susie and Hare would get along fantastically. 
Mm-hmm. But in that, they're both anxiety people. Oh, God. <laughs> I do. I want. I want to play a game and just have Susie and Hare interact. I want to play it so bad. Time Fila, to call up Fila. Play game. <laughs> Fila, play game with me. <laughs> Let our anxiety nerds interact. <laughs> Gosh, I think Torrent and um. Fuck. Will, who is your character from... Uh, Hope's Promise uh, Dogs. Oh, Chert. Yes. I think Torrent and Chert would like each other. I think they would oh, have... they fucking would. They would have, like, nice tea together. They're both Aww. weirdly enigmatic. Cute. It's good shit. Malia. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having such a hard time thinking of. Uh. Actually, you know, I think Voggy and Man would get along really well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, jeez. Man would understand Boggy perfectly. Yeah. Uh, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Can frogs eat spam? Yeah. Technically, yeah. no, but Boggy's not a regular frog. I was Boggy just about would to eat say the spam Boggy sandwich. can eat Boggy spam. would eat the spam sandwich like in one bite, like like fling like a Scooby Doo cartoon, like fling tongue out, and like it rolls up into like a little burrito esque thing, and then Boggy just sucks it down. <laughs> God. <laughs> horrifying <laughs> are there any character like is there any character that you think of that wouldn't get along with any of your characters um I don't really think so I think that Sud and Jibber not necessarily wouldn't get along cause but also like Kind of like how Sud is towards Obsidian. Just like, the, you are very annoying. <laughs> mm. Mm -hmm. At Jibber, and Jibber's just like, aw, thanks. Jeez, <laughs> thanks. It's an avocado. <laughs> uh. Anybody else have any more answers for this one? Nope. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Forgot about this one. From the Pack Bats. If you could have any of the characters from the show on to play a TTRPG with y'all for the podcast, who'd you pick and what game would you play? Mm. Uh, biter. <laughs> what would we play? Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Good, good gourd. <laughs> it, I'm not wrong. You're not. Spider would hear the name of that and be like, absolutely. <laughs> that sounds like my kind of game. <laughs> Can't argue with it. I would want Pico just because I would like to see how long it would take for whatever game we played. Probably Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Uh, 
how long it would take before she used a smoke bomb. <laughs> before she got so flustered and embarrassed that she just noped out. <laughs> yep. Uh, I would want... <laughs> uh, listen, don't look at me like this, but uh, I think I would <laughs> want Obsidian... I, I don't know what game I would want to play, but I would want Obsidian to DM it. Uh, because no. I think Call Obsidian... of Cthulhu. Hmm. <gasps> no, no, better. Call of Cthulhu. Yes. Yes. Yeah, meow, meow. You know Obsidian would, would hold up that rule like you gotta put the pencil in your mouth if you're carrying something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Will, you're next. I would want to play This Town is Full of Monsters with Chert because Chert's town is full of monsters and the kind of (laughs) wacky stuff he would come up with would be really wacky. (laughs) Oh, you know who would be fun to play with, though? Sophia. Sophia. Absolutely. She could roll so many dice. <laughs> so many dice. <laughs> Any game that requires dice stacking, Sophia's on it. <sighs> Alright, Dirk, question for you from Ben. How many of your characters would be bards in D&D? Obsidian, Coda, Sam, uh, not Noble, not Aurora, maybe the Hearth Goddess, definitely not Raba. Aurora wouldn't be a bard? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Aurora is a fighter. Oh, I see. Listen... Well, I'm making this way. I have to answer a similar question next. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah. So, Izzy from Ben, how many of your characters would be paladins? Oh, let's see. Let's see. Well, you on the technicality. Scotty, Susie, Biter would start off as a fighter and become a paladin. <laughs> uh, she'd switch classes at some point. Um, let's see, let's see. I have way too many god characters. <laughs> I can't think of any more, so them. Not as many as you thought, Ben. <laughs> uh, from Ben also, would Will's characters be clerics? Uh, that's a... Well, Gwenny would be an artificer. Or mm-hmm. a, a, a mechanist or something. I, I don't actually know what it's called in D&D. Um, 
think it's Artificer. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. I'll see. Uh, depending on the iteration of dawning, either a cleric or a paladin. Yeah. Church probably a cleric. Um, not being a druid. He would love to be a druid. Uh, Sophia, cleric of knowledge. Um, Long John Silver. Swashbuckler? Yeah, maybe. He'd want to be a swashbuckler. <laughs> well, Yoon is a swashbuckler, but somehow be- ends up becoming a paladin, and it's not necessarily by choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like old Yoon. This shit happens. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's funny, because I usually play paladins. <laughs> yeah, you do, actually. I don't know why Ben, like, picked me on the paladin one when I make bards. <laughs> uh, I also like paladins and warlocks. <laughs> a paladin uh, well, and a warlock are basically the same thing. I know. I'm gay, alright? <laughs> one is just squishier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malia, what would... We didn't get this question from Ben, but what would any of your characters be, like, D&D class-wise? Um, is Pico a rogue? <laughs> Camille definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's go with Camille would be a rogue. Uh, Pico, I think, yeah, probably because the smoke bombs and the getting aways and being sneaky. Uh, so I think, <laughs> I think mainly it would be around the rogue. For those two, and just I could say rogue or ranger, probably. I'd lean more towards rogue. Yeah, and it's funny because you say you'd think Camille, totally some kind of magic user. Nope, rogue. <laughs> <laughs> there is a type of rogue who does. Wait, no, that's an eldritch knight. Never mind. <laughs> and there's a type of monk that does magic. I think that would be man. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Leo's good. got good characters. So good. Yeah. All right. All right. If you could have any of the characters from the show as a GM, who'd you want and what would they be offering to run from the pack bats? Now, we already know that uh, Dirk set Obsidian. And it's Call of Cthulhu. Chert would offer to run Chert or Sophia would both offer to run um, Pathfinder I think Uh, because it's more accessible than D&D but it's still got the D&D vibe and Sophia would do this as a library activity, and Chert would do this as historical recreation. <laughs> Hart would run that Star Wars tabletop game. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Uh, like he would run it like legitimately seriously because I think that he would like the premise of the game. 
uh, more than like D and D or Pathfinder, as well as the like system it uses, because uh, the system, the play system is slightly different. That or he would run uh, Blades in the Dark. I want man uh, to run that bird game. <laughs> the 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 seagulls one where you're all yes. like seagulls. Uh, no, it's the one where you're you're like a each a different type of bird, and your goal is to try and get fries. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I know which one you're what talking about now. What the fuck? <laughs> I think I own that game. It is so fucking funny. I think it's on the list. It's hilarious and it's fun. Oh it my is. god. Um. Oh. No, I thought of a better game for uh, Obsidian to run. Hmm. Sexy Battle Wizards. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Avery would want to run the uh, Blades in the Dark hack uh, Dogs in the Bark. Mm. (laughs) Oh my god. He'd get Chert to co-DM with him. Aww. Aww. Boyfriends DMing together. Teamwork (laughs) makes the dream work, yo. No, no, do not give in to the cuteness. We're turning this podcast around. (laughs) (laughs) You can't turn it around. It's too late. We're here already. Yep. All right. So from Ben, which of Izzy's characters has hurt you the most? Scotty. Scotty. (laughs) Scotty, it's Scotty. Also, Biter, how dare you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm leaning towards Biter. I'm surprised that you haven't said heart because we had that whole fucking scene between man and heart. Oh, wait, yeah, I forgot the scene. Yeah, no, never mind, I'm changing my answer. <laughs> Make me cry. I just like causing my characters trauma. True. <laughs> True facts. Uh, all of my characters hurt me uh, constantly. I do it to myself. Mm. All right. Which character this season do you think will cause the most emotional damage to everyone else when they're brought back by their player? From Ben. So Dirk and I have an answer to this, and we can't say it because it's spoilers. No, I could say a little bit. Coda. <laughs> yeah. Scotty. Bite. <sighs> I have any evil plans. So. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm going I, here's, with the people who have evil plans. <laughs> here's the, the I think the best one and the one that you will all agree with. Um, and I'm going to say it out loud for everybody else. But Danielle, if you could pretty please bleep this for me. Uh, mm. He who? You got to cause all the emotion. I do. I have plans. I've got I've got plans upon plans. I have all these irons in the fire. Malia and Dirk enable me. Okay. <laughs> it's Should true. I take a road trip? I'm not sorry. You do. I'm you not do. sorry. 
<laughs> and we're gonna fight. But you Izzy. you enable me to like in different ways. Typically, your enabling is like, but what if it was just melancholy? <laughs> uh, all right. So from the pack bats, we have any non-god characters you think would be cool as god characters. I can't answer this one. Boggy. Boggy would be so cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Abs absolutely. Jibber just shows up and it's just like, hey Boggy, you wanna be a god? Yes. Except it's <laughs> except it's a ribbit. Yeah. The Boggy is now frog god. God of frogs. Oh my Poseidon quivers before him. Poseidon <laughs> before him. He holds a universe inside of him. Yeah. Oh my god, I I'm I'm coming down there to fight you. <laughs> the Homestuck references will never leave. <laughs> that one's a deep cut too. It is. I'm sorry about the cancer. Oh. My <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Occasionally worshipped as a god, but I think is cooler as not actually a god because then you have the problem of I can't actually answer these prayers even when I get them. Um, I think that Sophia would be interesting as a god. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. She is an idiom. Yep. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess not meme. <laughs> yes <laughs> Malia yes hi hi I was gonna ask you if you had another character besides Boggy uh no I think Boggy's the only one I can really think of Dirk have you answered you haven't answered this most of my characters are gods so I'm gonna reverse this and say I think the hearth goddess would be pretty cool as a non-deity she would she fucking rocks mm -hmm. right? I can't answer this question for reasons yeah spoilers spoilers Spoilers. Uh, spo spoilers. Uh, gif. From Danielle, we have the question that they ask every time. What are everyone's daemons? Gwynny's is a lemur. Aww. They got little fingers. Or maybe, maybe a raccoon. Oh, it's a lemur, but people think it's a raccoon. Absolutely. Because they don't know That's what lemurs are. That's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, Danielle asked us this one last minute, so I haven't actually had time to put thought in this one. Uh, well, we know we know what uh, Gamiles is, and it's a frog. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was going to say that. That was going to be my <laughs> mine, so. <laughs> but I guess it was too obvious already. <laughs> uh, I think Sam's would be a bright, colorful little bird. Hearts is a deer. Aww. Hard We're shot on a spaceship. <laughs> Say, uh, fallow deer, I think. Which are relatively small. Also, deer are much smaller than everybody thinks they are. Except for moose. Yeah, except for moose. Uh, they are very large. Uh, and caribou, they are also very large. Hmm. But like not caribou deer, like the size of tiny. a medium-sized dog. You missed my joke about caribou saint. Tiny. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Love she. Um. I think biters is. A sand cat? Uh, which is a uh, species of cat that is completely like... It, it's a, a wild cat. Uh, it's the smallest wild cat in the world. And they, are, they have the highest success rate of any wild cat when they hunt. They are vicious. Ghost and cats. Jibbers is... A rat? A squirrel, actually. Ooh. A red squirrel. Um, Jasper's is a hyena. <laughs> we're shocked. Yeah, that would, yeah, we're all shocked by this shocking revelation. <laughs> um... Susie's is a fox. Which doesn't make sense to anybody except me. Because it has nothing to do with anything that happened in canon. <laughs> uh, everything to do with the other shit. Uh, I think Eora's would be like an ox or no, a boar. Yours would be a boar. Vicious. Right? Rawr. Horrifying. I know. Do we have any other Damon thoughts? No. Alright. Another one from Danielle. What other fictional universe would you like to see your character in? Um i.e. assign, like, crossovers or AUs, like, if you could put your character in another universe. Just sticks Oyun in our flag means death. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or, or, because I reference it all the time, Treasure Planet. Mm -hmm. Heart is already a Star Wars AU, so I feel like that's cheating, so we're gonna take him... And put him, I don't know where, honestly. He doesn't really fit many places. 
I would like to see Gwenny in, um, not a modern, in, in Girl Genius. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that would, that would probably work. She would be a mad girl. She would be the calmest mad girl. Or a minion, like a head minion. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not very good at this, because usually when I make, like, a character, I don't stick them into a lot of AUs. Yeah, um, that's my thoughts as well. Usually if I'm making a character for, like, a specific, like, fictional universe, like, if I'm, it, it, I'm making a character for that universe, mm-hmm. um... Which is why Hart very easily slots into Star Wars, because that's where he started. Um, Olyun would also probably do well in Star Wars. Like, I think any of my characters would do, like, well as Star Wars or Star Trek characters, uh, in different ways. Uh, ooh. I want to see Chart in Star Trek. Just. <laughs> oh my god, well, no, dogs wait, are wait, still wait, wait. important. What, what character would you put in Pacific Rim? Oh, Lord. Gwenny. Gwenny. She can be one of the scientists. (laughs) I think I would put Noble in, but as uh, somebody who no longer fights because uh, his partner died. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Same with the Bone God. Although, I would like to put the hearth goddess into Sandman. Okay, I see that, I see that. Mm. Uh, I want to put Biter in Scooby-Doo. Oh my god, God, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh jeez, they try to rip off her head, she's just like offended. And Susie. Biter and Susie, both. Scooby-Doo. It's one of the, like, movie specials where shit's weird. I want to put Stag in um in the Stardust universe. Mm. Movie or book? Yes, (laughs) both is good. What are you talking about? Mm. You know it would be hysterical. Hmm. Sam in Loom. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Any of my characters in Loom would be fucking hilarious, because, Jesus. I need to make, like, a happier character. <laughs> I have one. I have one that I'm going to try and play next season. Because um, they haven't come up yet, but I've got one. Um, they don't have any trauma. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I was just about to say, that'll change. Listen. Listen. We We've on. met you. <laughs> uh. I can't think of anything else. Malia, do you have anything? No. I no, can't. Wait, man, man Manson, gravity falls at you. Oh, that would, yeah, that would be pretty yeah. good, actually. just McGucket! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. 
I want to put also Biter in She-Ra. Hmm. Oh my hmm. god. Like Princess of Power, like the newer She-Ra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Alright. Favorite setting anyone used this season? From Danielle. That sapphic space pirates game? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was yes. good as hell. I actually completely forgot about that game somehow. Um, Not because it wasn't good, but because, like, I'm tired. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked I liked the um the old church we saw the the light show yes! in. Oh my god, that was so good. And I liked the city we played we played um rooftops in. The uh like underground self-contained forest environment that Kit and I played in um uh, the Land Whispers. Oh, yeah, that was very nice. Yeah, that and the forest from Los Arboles, but, like, I feel like that's cheating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had a very good guest for that episode who helped. Very much so. I William, if you listen, we care you. You're very good. <laughs> I don't know if William actually listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It's fine. Uh, Malia, what about you? I can't think of anything except, like, the freaking with the kids. And I liked the, I liked when we were in the, um, the park area and the, the, like, little magic-y things. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Mm -hmm. That's real good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that was all questions we got from like Discord. We stole from like other things, like Jade. Our fr- like our friend Jade asks TTRPG Thursday questions all the time, and Dirk stole some of them. Mm. Um, uh, I never got around to it because I had choice paralysis. <laughs> oh, that's fair. It felt like some of these were very similar. Um, but uh, so. The next batch of questions are all from the Pack Bats. This was the only email we got, which, hey, reminder, everybody, we have an email. It's just hopesharthpod at gmail. You can email us stuff if you want. Uh, so from the Pack Bats, has making the podcast changed how you play games that aren't for broadcast? Yes. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm less I willing am... to play without... Um, safety tools. Go ahead, Izzy. Yes, agreed. Less willing to play without safety tools. I am way more okay with, like, sounding dead tired and having really long silences and stuff like that. Like, way more okay with it outside of this. Like, I'm a lot looser and a lot less turned on. Um, like, I do not twist the knob up to 11 like I do for games. It is way more relaxed. Um, and I don't feel the need to make sure that, like, my audio is perfect. (laughs) And I play games that, like, don't make good radio. Mm. 
What about you, Dirk? What about you, Malia? Malia's actually been doing this longer than all of us, so I'm sure it's probably changed a little bit. Um, I mean, my gaming has always been changing, but I don't know that it was necessarily because of this podcast so much as just like as a cumulative of all of my gaming experience. It's just, uh, sometimes I'll go back and listen. It's kind of hard for me to listen because I don't like the way I sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a recording versus how I sound to myself. So it's kind of yeah. hard for me to listen to myself in that regard. Um, I get that 100%. But I have sat down and listened sometimes and I've noticed things that I, that I've done or haven't done that, um, I've made efforts to do better at. Like, uh, on roomware where I like, had a bad habit of kind of not really being a part of the group so much, or I felt like I wasn't so much because I wasn't trying to engage in having those, uh, those, uh, combined with other people in the group. Uh, I'm trying to think, having scenes with them and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't help that you came fairly late in the game. Yeah. Because on the one hand, because I came in fairly late in the game, I was able to build a better, like, backstory off of what they had already created. But at the same yeah. time, I, I wasn't so good at doing scenes. So I, I've been working on that. And st- just that as an example. Um, mm-hmm. It's I'm constantly improving or I'm trying to. I'd like to think I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good. It's like, you've definitely gotten better at that uh, as you've played, like through um the bleed and now into elder county yeah and and here uh which i know there is a degree with this podcast this one's probably a lot more laid back i i do notice that like you are more relaxed when you're playing with us and tend to zone out a little bit more which is not a bad thing this (laughs) is not me giving you criticism it's just a thing i've noticed okay um like, you just, sometimes you, like, zone out, and then, like, you zone back in, and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Which is fair. I we mean, all do that. Yeah, but... I started to say, also, that's just me, kind of. Like, I have <laughs> yeah. problems with staying focused for long periods. <laughs> Mood. Dude. Uh, Dirk. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I uh, listen to each episode that we post uh, as quickly as I can, because uh, I actually love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> um, Damn. I know, right? Wish that were me. <laughs> uh, but, like, something I've uh, noticed uh, when I listen back to things is that scenarios that felt, like, super embarrassing or way overdone to me, when I listen to them, like, they actually sound like really interesting and cool um i have the same i have the same thing because like i keep thinking about the scene like after we've after like we've done it and then when it comes to like actually listening to the episode i'm like oh this is nowhere near as bad as i've made it out to be Mm -hmm. and uh as a result um when i play games that aren't for broadcast I have actually started going harder 
because I'm more aware of the fact that, like, actually, kind of cool. <laughs> Me. You're good at games. I'm kind of cool. What a concept. <laughs> I know, right? You're cool. <sighs> has it, so next from the Packbats, has it changed anything else about your out of podcast life? So I have the unfortunate experience of uh, not being able to shut the fuck up about the fact that I have two podcasts. <laughs> uh, so I have to, I get to say the words that everybody dreads hearing. So I have a podcast. Or, <laughs> uh, that reminds me about my podcast. Or hey, do you want to hear about my podcast? I don't. And- I don't like go and like hey, do you want to hear about my podcast? But. I have also been like, oh, I have to do this for my podcast, or oh, that reminds me of the pod uh, of my podcast. Uh, <laughs> like, people going. ask me like, what are you doing this weekend? And it's like recording for my podcast. Yeah, and people are like, oh, <laughs> yeah. a podcast, and I'm just like, yeah, it's and then not I not as cool as you think it is. Yeah, and then I'm like, it's <laughs> we're not that good. Like, don't think like freaking insert like I don't know like fucking uh, dimension twenty. Uh, or anything like that which speaking of which i want so bad to have money so that i can listen to more dimension 20 i love them so much (laughs) uh to get like a dropout subscription yeah i want a dropout subscription so bad do it i also want to watch i also want to watch the one where they like have the buzz in uh to like whatever and it's like they do the little (laughs) act the like the short act things yeah yeah yeah. so good um hmm uh for me with my um out of podcast life um mostly it just takes up more of my time cuz like yeah, sometimes i, I do have to say scheduling hell yeah mm-hmm. scheduling hell cuz yeah. like wasn't it like monday that like it was either monday or last week where we were trying to schedule two games f- uh that are just for fun then another game for a different podcast and then also this episode uh and then i had a thing right before this that i did and um so we had to reschedule this <laughs> yeah so yeah no my my schedule has gotten like way more full because like i like i have this recording today tomorrow i have escafil files and abby archives Tuesday is hopefully one of the games that you and I have for, like, fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're still trying to plan the other one. Yeah. And then there's a third uh, one. one Yeah. One of our players got a part in a production and their schedule fucking just filled up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then there's the other one, which we're like, uh, hopefully we'll be able to do it on this day. uh, But it's not going to be a podcast recording. It's a game. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be able to schedule the podcast recording. It's scheduling hell. <laughs> uh, Don't start a podcast, kids. You really? will have to schedule your life around it. And like podcasts are like deeply incestuous, and oh, they reproduce super. like plot bunnies. As soon as uh-huh. you start one, you want to do a second one, and then you meet other people who are already doing podcasts, and they want to do things, and then. Now Next thing you know, there's 15 podcasts uh, that spawn from... Let me tell uh, you how long I have sat here thinking, 
can I make a podcast to pitch to Moonshot? <laughs> I have not come up with a single decent idea to pitch that I don't actually want to use for our podcast network. Uh, like, oh, and then there's like, Philo and I are starting a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys are doing the uh, elevator thingy. Elevator itch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we have to record the pilot for that still. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you and I are both still writing our fiction podcasts and. Yep. Anyway, Lee and Will are just like, meh, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's because they're I'm like, sensible. I, I'm just mainly like, it's less about making a podcast for me and more about like, I'm just having fun playing a game with my friends. And, Which is totally yeah. fair, yeah. God, all right. Uh, so next question. If the kids from This Night on the Rooftops formed a band, what kind of music would they play and what instruments would each band member play? <laughs> I want to say folk. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah, or like, folk. um, I think, like, folk, and it could be either, like, uh, folk, like, country or, uh, folk rock, I think. I feel like Biter could go either way on that one. I feel like it might be a, a sort of electronica vibe, too. Is it bad that I don't want Camille to have a an instrument? She just like holds Voggy and gently squishes him and he croaks in like different chords. <laughs> I was thinking that Camila would be the singer. Oh my god, okay. And then also She's a bat. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Biter plays uh, the guitar and absolutely fucking shreds. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Coda does uh, percussion, and most of that is the triangle, and it sounds- I knew you were gonna yeah, say that! Like, the triangle and the xylophone, no That's drums cool. ever. Just weird percussion. That is oh, the weirdest beautiful. Winnie <laughs> so, also does-, does weird percussion. <laughs> Fuck like yeah. one guitar, two weird percussions, and a singer and a frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, wait, does does Boggy sound like an automaton? Or like the, the Animal Crossing like a uh, town tune frogs? I have no idea what that sounds like, but okay. <laughs> kind of like an automaton, but slightly different. Yeah. Sure. What? Would would Boggy sound like an automaton? Um. Hold on. <laughs> Are you googling an automaton? No, I'm not. Oh wait, you have one. I forgot about that. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Malia has an automaton. Oh no. <laughs> We're about to get a performance. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if if is Discord even able to. Oh, it totally. It totally is recording this. I'm sure. Oh wait, no, Boggy would be more like. Discord is picking up none of this. Okay, are, are that's you... beautiful for recording purposes. Then 
Oh <laughs> my! Speaking of absolutely none of this, it's gonna be great to listen to this episode so we can hear what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry, Danielle. <laughs> we love you so much. I didn't know. <laughs> Last okay. one. Last one. Malia, if you're still playing the automaton, stop. No. <laughs> I rarely we play with it. We appreciate you. We got one more question okay. from the Pack Bats who said that, and you can skip this one because it's kind of tangential, but if you could snap your fingers and turn one book slash movie slash video game slash whatever into a TTRPG, what creative work would it be? And what from that work would it capture? Lois McMaster Bujold's The World of Five Gods series. And it I would capture... No, I, no idea what that is. If, if you had more reading spoons, I would recommend it. It would capture the way that the gods can only work through people. Ooh, that's good. I 100% cannot think of anything right now. And I know that probably I'll wake up at like 3 a.m. and be like, God damn it. But ah. goosebumps. Ooh. Go- the goosebumps. And what it would be would be like, like, uh, capturing the, like, the, the horror of like the twist at the end that you don't necessarily expect. Mm hmm. Yeah. I might write that actually. Nobody take that idea. It's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Um, shoot. I have to pick one. Jeebus. You can name more than one if you want. Uh, yeah, cuz I'm Well, there's one where I literally cannot remember the name of it. It's so good, and I can't remember its name at all. Um, so I would go with um N.K. Jemison's The Hundred Thousand Kingdoms. Ooh. Yeah, that trilogy. Uh, I would... Uh, Honestly, like, any of N.K. Jemison's work. Yeah. But I would want... Just good settings. I know, right? Uh, but for The Hundred Thousand Kingdoms... Uh... So, a thing I always remember is uh, the thing with the eyes in the first book, like the eye mask. Um, uh, I should probably explain that. Uh, so, uh, in the first book, uh, the main character has your classic fantasy costume change, uh, going from setting A to setting B. And one of the things... Uh, she is given is a magical mask where the servant tells her if you put this mask on your face uh, the eyes that are in it will replace yours and there are some beautiful fabulous eyes in the mask and the uh, servant demonstrates showing that uh, her eyes go into the mask and the eyes in the mask go onto her face and the main character asks the question I would ask, which is, who do these eyes belong to? Like, the ones already in the mask. The servant doesn't have an answer. Uh, anyway. Um, Horrifying. I know, right? Um, 
But the thing I liked about the 100,000 Kingdoms is, uh, like, for all that it's high fantasy and very weird, there is this sense of, like, almost uncomfortable intimacy. And, uh, like, I would like to capture that and recreate that in a game. Not like, because, like, there's lots of games about romance, but, like, that uncomfortable sort of intimacy where you are far too close uh, and you don't necessarily like one another, but you also can't make a reason to go away. I don't know why, but... Anyway. Also, they got cool gods. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then. So that's the end of the Q&A. That was all of our questions. Uh, if you have any other questions, we do, frankly, enjoy answering questions all the time, constantly. So if you would like to ask us questions, uh, you should join our Discord, because we answer everything people ask there. We have no self-control. Um, we sure. enjoy talking about ourselves and our characters, you know, <laughs> how it be. Um, we never introduced ourselves at the beginning of this, but it's fine. If you got this far, you should know who we are by now, but so we're gonna, you know, do all of that cool stuff now. I've been Izzy. Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sean Deer. You can find me on Tumblr at Lots of Deer. Uh, you can find our podcast at Hope's Hearth Pod on both Twitter and Tumblr. Please follow us. Please follow us. Uh, if you would like to support us, uh, so that we can pay for our hosting fees, uh, we would greatly appreciate it if you would, uh, uh, donate, uh, to us on coffee. Coffee.com forward slash Hope's Hearth Pod on there. Um, it's fine. With me, as always, and possibly forever, uh, Dirk. Hi, I'm Dirk. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Malia. <laughs> Hello, I have been Malia. Um, if you liked uh, me and you want to hear more of me, I'm also on The Room Where It Happened, which you can find us at The Room Where Pod. Uh, or you can also check us out on Twitter uh at Rumor Pod there are you can also come over to our discord um also if you want to just like hit hit over to me i'm on twitter at criminally cryptid malia malia's no longer hidden malia i'm has no revealed herself i know i've i've become a i've become the cryptid that's not cryptid anymore you've become known uh, and last, but definitely not least, in fact, the most, is Will. <laughs> Hi, I'm Will. You can find me on Tumblr at SameNBHat. Yeah. Mm. And if you would like to find anything else that we're doing, like streams and such, you can find us at uh, Hearthside Enclave on Twitter. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. The coffee actually got changed to Hearthside Enclave. I forgot. I was wondering if maybe it changed to that. Okay. Yep, it's Hearthside Enclave, and I'm just uh, forgetful that I changed it to um, 
coffee.coffee.com, coffee spelt K-O-F-I, forward slash H-S Enclave. I can remember things good. Uh, so if you would like to help pay for our hosting fees, you can donate a coffee to us and we would greatly appreciate it. We love you. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your goddamn hands. Bye. <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs> If you like this podcast and want to help keep it going, please consider donating to our coffee, linked in the description below. You can also follow our Twitter and Tumblr at Hope's Hearth Pod and join our Discord. This podcast is part of Hearthside Enclave, and some other shows you might like are Abbey Archives, a Redwall Reread podcast, and Post Apocalyptic News Radio, a Fallout inspired audio drama. <laughs>